Hey there, before we dive into the episode, I want to tell you about a unique opportunity for you and I to work together one-on-one. Right now, I am running a beta coaching program for my updated three-month coaching package, and this is basically the long way to say free coaching in exchange for your feedback. So if you're someone who is struggling with PMS, period pain, with fertility challenges or irregular cycles, then this, my friend, is for you. This could finally be the time for you to understand what is causing your symptoms so they can be a thing of the past. Click on the link in the show notes to learn more and sign up. Welcome to I'm Hormonal, your source of information about women's hormone health and how to support your body naturally. I'm your host, Bridget Walton, and I'm a certified functional hormone specialist and menstrual cycle coach. I am on a mission to hold these hormone conversations with as many menstruators as possible because you deserve easier access to accurate information about what's up with your unruly menstrual cycle and with your fertility mysteries. Don't you think it's time that we figure this out once and for all? Hey there, my friend. Welcome back to I'm Hormonal. I started this podcast because I think it's so important that we menstruators have access to information about our health and our wellness and what we can do to improve it. And so that's what I'm here. That's what I'm trying to do. So thanks for joining me. If this is your first time with me, then I'm so glad that you found me. My name is Bridget. What I'm going to go through today is actually just sharing with you my own uh, experience, my own journey, having transitioned from a vegan diet to now when I'm just a regular old omnivore and I love it this way. So I thought this would be interesting to share with you just because, you know, plant-based eating is really popular these days. There are a lot of pros to it. And maybe for some people, there are some cons. I'm not here to exactly tell you one way or another what is best for you because, of course, eating and diet is just so personal to every one of us. But that being said, I just think that maybe you would appreciate hearing from my perspective how eating a vegan diet and then transitioning back to incorporating some meats, incorporating some dairy and eggs and and how that has, for me, improved my health and uh, just helped me to really feel better. So uh, today's just kind of a shorty episode where I just want to share some stuff about me. I want to give you my disclaimer as always that Everything I share with you today is for informational or educational purposes only. If you're looking for any one-on-one support, then you can reach out to me through my website or through the uh, link in the show notes. My website is BridgetWalton.com. You can also connect with me on Instagram where my handle is at Bridget Walton, and I would love to see you over there. Before we dive into the good stuff, I want to make you aware of the Encinitas Health and Wellness Expo, which is taking place on February 10th, 2023. So if you're somebody who lives in the Southern California area, or if you're so lucky to be 
I don't know, vacationing here on February 10th. I would love to see you there. I will be there as an exhibitor and I will keep my eyes peeled for you from my booth. So again, that is the Encinitas Health and Wellness Expo here in Encinitas, California. It'll be on February 10th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. You can find more information about this event in the link in the show notes or on my Instagram. Alrighty, so let's buckle up for this story. Um, so back in 2021, like coming into 2021, I was like, Bridget, let's do, you know, for, for a New Year's resolution, just spend some time eating just a plant-based diet. I already, for probably since college, so I guess for almost 10 years, I wasn't super big on eating meat. I guess probably probably when I was in college because I was like trying to be cheap or I guess I appreciated that it was less expensive. And then, you know, I guess over the years, I just got used to not eating meat and I was comfortable with that. And so I had some friends who were vegan. I noticed that when I just ate plants, you know, exclusively that I felt good. And I guess I thought that it would be healthy for me that that I would be healthier as a result. And so I said, all right, it's about to be 2021. Let's do this plant-based thing. Let's see how it goes. And you know, if I don't like it, then I'll say sayonara, but let's see. So when I started eating a plant-based diet, I noticed that I did feel better. Like I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed trying new foods. Like I really like to cook. So making new recipes and, you know, I have this stack of vegan cookbooks over there on my counter now. And I really liked that. Um, so that was fun for me. And I, I felt good for a while, but probably after a little, well, about a year and a half. So now we're in 2022. I was like, man, I'm just bloated all the time. I'm talking like after probably six months, I was like, I, I just really am not feeling my best. And so I because of this and, you know, just saying, all right, I should really make sure that eating a plant-based diet is sustainable for me. I did some blood work and it was a really comprehensive, like full panel with all my vitamins and minerals. And like, I mean, it had just a well, that'd be good if I could quantify it. I don't know. Let's say 200 um, different uh, markers to really give me like a, you know, functional medicine look at what's going on in my body. How is my health looking? And I found that I was deficient in, well, I was deficient in way more vitamins and minerals and different aspects than I thought I would be for somebody who, you know, I considered myself to eat a pretty healthy diet because I really would focus on eating the whole foods. I certainly ate some processed foods and, you know, or I would eat, um, you know, I would eat tofu. And I think I used to be, uh, I definitely have a sweet tooth now, but I think I really had a sweet tooth back then. And so um, our boys, Ben and Jerry, would would see me from time to time for sure. But that's all to say that back in 2022, I was like, oh, ee, okay, um, how can I correct this? Like, what can I do? What can I change about my diet to make eating a plant-based diet work better for me? So I tried that out. I tried to like have more well-rounded meals and try to really prioritize protein and fat and those kinds of things to help with my blood sugar. But then 
uh, probably about a year ago. So as I record this, this is January 2024. And so in spring of 2023, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm still bloated. It's been so many months. So let's do this lab work again. And like, I need to make some real change here to see what's going on. I did more lab work and I'd seen some changes in my levels for vitamins and minerals and some changes in my insulin, but it wasn't for the best. Um, so I said, okay, well, what I need to do then is probably make a change, switch away from veganism. I, I liked being a plant-based eater because from all the information that I've consumed, it it seems to be the best thing for the planet. I really care a lot about the climate and the planet and like helping to hopefully not make it worse off than it would be, um, you know, with with other decisions that I make. So I like that. I didn't love the idea of eating animals because I'm not, you know, humans, like we've always killed animals to eat them, but I didn't really want to kill them. And so, well, you guys see what I mean, even though I'm not the one with like the butcher knife. I just felt like I don't really want to be behind that. I don't want that karma, you know. Anyway, I'll just cut to the chase. And um, so about a year ago, I started to incorporate eggs and I started to work back in fish and chicken. Not much of a red meat gal. This is really more of just the psychology side of things where like cows are so smart. And so I don't, I don't want to contribute to their, you know, to their death. So that's why for me personally, I just try to get all of my nutrients and everything that I need from plants, from eggs, from chicken, from fish, and um, yeah, go that route. And when I made those changes, I really did start to feel a lot better. I I noticed that my energy throughout the day changed for the better because I was having breakfast with my egg breakfasts that were higher in protein and that helped kept me, you know, satiated. I was eating way less sugar. I don't know if any of you have gone through an acai bowl phase, but I had a strong streak when it came to eating acai bowls like every day because you know, I'm like, oh, this superfood is really healthy for me and I'm putting all these nuts and seeds on it and berries. But now when I look at it, I'm like, yo, Bridge, you were eating so much sugar. I can't believe that my body didn't just like break in half. I'm being a little bit overdramatic, but you see what I'm getting at here. Um, Now I really, I feel like I have a lot better sustained energy throughout the day. And I also, of course, as I know so much more about hormones than I did back in 2021 when I was going on this plant-based endeavor, I know how critical cholesterol is for my hormone health because cholesterol is like ingredient numero uno when it comes to creating all of the other uh, steroid hormones that we need like testosterone, which then transitions into estrogen and everything that we need to have a healthy, complete ovulatory or rather ovulation and and menstrual cycle. So being able to get that cholesterol so much more readily available from the eggs that I'm eating every day and other other animal sources, I think has, has been helpful in helping me to make sure that, or I guess feel confident that 
my I'm getting in the nourishment that I need to support my hormones. But again, I'll just come back to the blood sugar balance because it's just day and night. I, there are certainly vegetarian or rather vegans out there who do a better job than I did of planning and making sure that they're getting in all of the protein that they need. But despite my best efforts, I guess I was just a lazy gal because I couldn't, I just couldn't do it. It wasn't something that I was in the habit of doing, of really like being thoughtful about, okay, what am I going to eat this week? Let me go to the grocery store. Let me get everything that I need in order to be properly nourished. And I just ate so many carbs. It's not even that I was like, you know, on the Oreo train every day, but I just, um, now I know that my body feels a lot better when I eat this much protein again, from mostly animal sources. I still incorporate a lot of nuts and seeds. Of course, there's a lot of great uh, nutrients and benefits to eating different types of nuts and seeds, but that's one thing that I saw. And the other thing too, that for me was a big difference going from vegan back to this omnivore life is that I minimized the processed foods that I was consuming. So when it would come to any vegan substitute for anything, you know, like vegan butter, which now I'm like, ooh, I don't want to put those like processed oils into my body. It doesn't seem like that's what's going to be the best for my digestive system or for any system really. Um, So instead of that, you know, now that I'm transitioning back to butter, I like to get the Kerrygold butter. I think this is what my... um, like my ND had told me just that getting butter, Kerrygold specifically, that's not made in the US. It's just a bit higher quality than what we make here. So maybe for for whatever that's worth, um, it's at Costco. So if you want to get it by the boatload, then you've got it there. I do want to come back to this topic of like the climate and the environment and just what is the right thing to do for my body, but also for the planet? And this is a question that, you know, maybe we'll all be asking ourselves for our whole lives, or certainly I will be. I hope to talk more about this because like, how do we do the best for, like I just said, for my own body, or how do you do the best for your body, but also for the collective? Because all of this or different types of farming is just not sustainable and it's not good for the climate. It's not good for the populations that live, you know, near some of those big mass factory farms. And how do we, how do we fish in the oceans sustainably and without overfishing? And how do we support those things so that everything is sustainable? Like that's, I guess, the key word here so that everything can just be sustainable and so that's what I think a lot about. I'll I wanna I'll look forward to sharing more information with you on this as I just learn more and I guess feel more into what is best for me. So I know this is kind of an uh, I guess editorial episode because I'm not giving you a lot of like specific advice on what you should do. This is just my experience of saying, okay, I wanted to eat plant based. It worked for me for a little bit. I felt good, but I've really come to realize that in order to support my health and feel the best that I can, I need to incorporate animal products into my diet. And so now it's just a question of 
how do I balance this by having the least damaging impact to the environment, having the most, you know, ethically uh ethical position when it comes to you know animals that i'm eating how were they raised and what sort of environment were they in and being able to opt for you know eggs that were free range chicken from free range chickens and and you know pasture raised cows or chickens or things like that if you've been through something similar or made the decision to go from being vegan back to being, you know, eating meat or animal products, then I would love to hear how your experience was, how your body felt before and after. Did you make the change because of a specific hormonal imbalance or what was up with you and how did it go for you? I'm sure I'll talk about this more and I'll have episodes later on where I like give actual information about, you know, we'll talk about cholesterol and sources of animal-based cholesterol versus plant-based cholesterol, etc. But let me know what you think or if this is something that you're kind of wrestling with. And hopefully hearing a little bit about my experience and my decision-making factors will be helpful to you. Thanks so much for listening to this shorty editorial episode today. Don't forget to subscribe to I'm Hormonal so that you can have my new episodes in your feed automatically each week. Last but not least, if you are interested in one-on-one coaching with me and seeing if we would be a good fit in working together, head to the link in the show notes or to my website, which is BridgetWalton.com. Click on Work with Bridget to learn more about my coaching packages and so we can connect. Thanks again for listening. I'm so grateful for you to make it all the way to the end here. Have a good week and I will see you soon.